0: Right, it is the email extra we almost didn't do this because uh, Halloween and schedule constraints and all that stuff but uh, we came up with a good question and we're going to answer it to the best of our because abilities. we love you guys that's right because we love you uh, yeah. so Brian wrote in what do you have to say Shannon
1: I, I don't know about the love thing I'm know. not feeling it right now
0: that's okay it's <laughs> early you're allowed to be grumpy uh, alright so Brian wrote in and he said winter is coming
1: winter is coming
0: like that <laughs> And my shop is an uninsulated garage. This will be my first winter in this shop and I was wondering if there's anything special I should be doing to prepare for winter. Are there things I should bring inside? What's the best way to heat a garage that only has a 20 amp circuit? I know it's still about a month and a half away but I'm trying to plan ahead for a harsh Cleveland winter. Any help is appreciated. Thanks. All right. So a couple of issues to talk about. I don't really have major like winter experience like you guys do. I will soon though in a big way. Yeah. So these are things I'm certainly <laughs> thinking about. Um, but my initial instincts, first of all, let's let's answer the last question first. He wants to know about a heating solution. The thing that concerns me the most is there's no mention of like insulating the space. So no matter what he does with a heating solution, it's going to be incredibly inefficient until he gets some kind of insulation in that garage. So if you guys were in that position, would you insulate first or do a heat solution first?
1: Well, I can tell you what I did do.
0: (laughs) How about you do that? It was
1: was not insulate first because I was an idiot. Um, And I put in, I just used space heaters in my shop and it did, it was fine, but it was one of those things where the, the heater was good at keeping the thing warm. But like the minute you turned it off, the heat was gone. So yeah. I was obviously not being efficient. You know, the thermostat was never kicking off on the heater right. because it was just sucking right out the practical sieve that was my garage door. Mm-hmm. But as you guys know, I got a new garage door, what, early spring uh, last year. And this summer, I saw what amazing difference it was as far as keeping it cool. Yeah, And so far, you know, it was 35 degrees this morning. Um. I have not even turned on the heater in my shop yet. So that's what I should have done <laughs> was insulate the garage door. It's yeah. the biggest moving object in your house. It's the biggest hole in your house. <laughs> right. And if it's not insulated properly, there's just nothing you can do. So yeah, you can get in, you know, and and like in my shop, it's small enough that I don't need a big heater. So I never really thought about it because it's not like it's it's pulling a huge amount of juice when I turn that space heater on. But now now that I can see that it will probably never come on, like I'll set the heater on its lowest setting and the thermostat will constantly kick it off. um, I should have insulated first.
0: Yeah. Okay. Kind of
1: obvious, right? But I didn't.
0: Well, that's definitely something to think about before you go to the heating solution. So um, let's talk about the heating solution. What's, what's your situation in your shop concerning heat, Matt?
2: I have a natural gas um, forced air heater thing.
0: Okay. All right. Which works great. That works good for you. Yeah. Um, what I'm thinking about having installed in, in the shop in Colorado is, a, you know, just did a little research on this, and I really like the idea of these low-intensity infrared tubes. And they're, I mean, the installations I've seen, they look fairly large, so if you're doing other things on the ceiling like dust collection, you do have to plan for it, and you need to be able to vent it properly. Um, they, The ones I'm looking at would be natural gas, and they're very quiet. They don't move any air whatsoever, and they, you know, infrared heat, it's going to heat the objects in the room first, and then the air gets heated, you know, sort of secondarily from that. So that is very appealing to me, but I think it's a more costly solution. But in the long run, it might be more efficient. Um, so that's definitely one thing from, I'm
2: from like a one-time purchase price kind of thing?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. As far as yeah. like the installation of materials is a little bit pricier than some of these other options. Mm-hmm. That's a very – I hadn't – I've never seen that before. What a
2: cool idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also, also <coughs> maybe I mean, a little
2: yeah. suntan sitting underneath those things is right. kind of fun.
0: Well, actually, that's what they were saying. Like, what what is the difference between this and the sun? You know, because it's the same theory as the sun. If it's like seventy five degrees out and sunny, it feels a whole lot warmer than if it's seventy five degrees and you have a lot of cloud cover, right? So, it's doing that, but without the UV rays that go along with it. Um, <laughs> right. So, the idea is your table saw is warming up, your floor is warming up, your body is warming up, and then if you have to open the garage doors or something, and all the air gets exchanged, then you close the doors again you actually don't have this like giant drop in comfort level in the temperature because all the objects are still warm. So the air heats up again very quickly. Whereas if you're doing like, like a, like mat solution, like a forced air heater, it's just, you know, putting hot air into the room and then the objects are heating up as a secondary thing. So it's mm-hmm. a lot, you, you lose a lot more when you do happen to open a door and, and sort of like all that warm air gets pushed out of the room. So yeah, it's supposed to be more efficient, but again, a little bit more pricey. Well, and from a from a woodshop perspective,
1: in, in Colorado, this may not be – it's not going to be that big of a deal because your humidity is so low. But the thing that gets you is those cast iron surfaces because mm-hmm. they're um, – what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Albedo? Ability to hold heat? I,
0: Whatever. I never heard sure. that word.
1: I uh, Reflect let's, let's light. Go, That's let's albedo. go with that. Never mind. Specific heat. Specific heat. I don't know. The, 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 <laughs> they heat up quicker and drop their heat just as fast. Yeah. And forgive the lawnmower that's right outside my window right now. (laughs) Um, But that's the thing is those cast iron surfaces, when it's cold outside, they are really, really cold. And then Mm -hmm. you start injecting forced air in there and you cause the possible condensation all over those like freezing cold cast iron surfaces, oh, and that's yeah, where yeah, the yeah. rust is coming from. Okay, so if this is actually heating up those surfaces, and you know, yeah, you're right. You exchange all that air, you get the cold air in there again, mm-hmm. but your cast iron stays nice and warm. Yeah. That would actually prevent condensation.
0: Now he's asking about the 20 amp circuit. That's going to be difficult. I don't know. Yeah. You know that the especially if you're going with a fully electric heat source. I don't know that 20 amps is going to be enough. I honestly don't know enough about it to, to comment on that with any like, I, level of knowledge.
2: I don't think it would if you're planning on doing anything that requires, well, it depends on what kind of tools you have, but it probably wouldn't if you're trying to run like a decent-sized table saw yeah. and a heater. <clears throat> right. Right.
1: Well, I, I look at, see, that's just it. I'm not running anything else on it. I mean, I've yeah. got a 20-amp circuit running. I just have a little space heater. I actually just went out and bought a new one two days ago because i have my other one is like 20 years old and it was making more noise so basically i went out and bought a new space heater purely for filming purposes right. needed it to be quieter on like the lawnmower and um i was looking at the amp draw on it and it's it's really quite low um but if you only have one circuit it all comes down to startup amperage right so right. Start your table saw, get it running, <laughs> the average <laughs> drop down, then go over and turn the space heater on. But I don't know. You I mean, you can get them that draw really low power, um, but it all obviously that affects your heat output as well. Did you say, say how we big don't,
2: his garage is? Yes. Yeah, so I was gonna say we don't know how big his garage is, nope. so it could be like two car and that's even bigger and then you need even more.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've got three hundred some square feet, and I need a very small heater to heat that space, right, up, especially right, right. now that it's insulated. Plus, yours is attached
2: to the to the home too, so that's kind of a thermal yeah, that's true. as well. That's true. That's true. Like
1: mine um, is. I only have two exterior walls yeah. on my shop. Um, makes a big difference, mm-hmm. okay. and I'm also partially underground. The so windows are at
2: ground level. So, with your shop, the, all the heat loss from your home is getting into the shop and heating the shop, as a so like a secondary three. heat source.
0: Yeah, a little bit. All right, so other parts of his questions, just real quick. Anything to bring inside? I mean, first thing for me is finishes and glue. Like these are things mm-hmm. you don't want to be exposed to freezing conditions. Um, that should be kind of obvious. I used to... Uh, You know, in in California, it wasn't that bad, but there were times where it would get cold enough that I'd be concerned about finishes and water-based things like that. So I actually would just get a cardboard box and bring, you know, whatever I had that that has a chance of freezing like that and bring it into the laundry room, right? Right alongside the garage. So it's easy to access if I need it. Nicole wasn't super happy about it, but, you know, (laughs) it's better than wasting all of this leftover finish and stuff that I've got in the finishing cabinet. So I would just put them in a box and either bring that down in the basement or bring it into the laundry room, depending on my situation at the time. Um, so do, do you guys even do that or am I overthinking oh, that?
2: I don't because my shop doesn't get below freezing because it's attached to the house.
0: Okay. So it's always at like some base level temperature. Plus you're in there frequently enough that you're warming it back up. And then yeah, if I leave it without heat,
2: like some days, some weeks I don't get out there for a few days. So mm-hmm. if it's like negative you know, 20 or something outside and like a dead of winter, the coldest I've ever seen it in the shop after not having been heated for a few days is like 34 degrees.
0: Okay. Not uh, too
2: bad. Yeah, that's probably probably the same with my shop. I mean, it was
1: like negative 10 for a couple of weeks this past winter. Mm-hmm. And this is even before I put in the new insulated door. And I don't think it really got, I mean, if it got below freezing, it was 31, you know. Yeah. So, but the other thing you need to think about is your waterstones too, beyond just finishing uh, glue.
0: Yeah. Your oh, yeah, waterstones,
1: yeah. if they freeze, they will crack apart. Um, the water inside those will expand and you will have water stones, mini, mini water <laughs> yeah. stones.
0: You have water gravel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, which is which is good, you know, if you've got to want to like polish your stuff, you know, throw that auger bit in the box of rocks and shake it around. Yeah, It'll come out nice and polished, <laughs> but not very sharp.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Nice, very good. Uh, anything else we're missing tool-wise? Anything that you would, you know, feel the need to bring inside or prep in any particular way? I mean, I think as long as you're using the stuff over the course of the winter. I don't know that you have to go through any crazy lengths. I think if I were leaving it to sit and not using it for like four or five months until the temperatures come back up, I might do some more things to prep my cast iron and things just to kind of, you know, avoid any possibility of rust if there happens to be some condensation and things like that. But uh, if you're using it all the time, I don't know that it's as big of a deal. Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: I think, I mean, when you're talking rust prevention, the best thing you can do is just keep using your tools. Yeah wipe your greasy palms all over them that helps prevent rust
0: that's right a rolling hand plane gathers no rust is that isn't that what they (laughs) say something like Um, that they do now there it is (laughs) you're saying coining a new phrase for you right. so uh, I think that's really about it Um, thanks for that question that that was a good one it's definitely something that I'm going to have to think about a lot more maybe next year I'll have a a whole lot more advice for you You probably will (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I will Uh, wear layers yeah that's it exactly layers I read that What I read a list of what like all things that all Coloradans is that how you refer to them Shannon Coloradans yep Yep. things that all Coloradans know and do so I don't look like an outsider when I go there and layering is okay. one of those things that's a big one and eating green intense, chilies man. is another thing so that's ah oh, man now <laughs> so I'm homesick let's see how that goes I'm not sure I'm going to buy into that one uh, all right, well that's about it. So thank you everybody for supporting us at the the four dollar or higher Patreon level. We like doing these extra questions, and I think that's about it for the show. And we will catch you next time. Happy Goodbye. Halloween, peoples! Oops, hold on. My timing on playing these files is not very, uh, very good. I'm no Let's, Fred Norris. On. Let's put I forgot it that to hit way.
1: record.
2: Winter is coming.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs>